You're listening to Leadership Double XL, created and written by Andreas von der Heidt, senior tech executive, global leadership expert and coach, LinkedIn influencer, author, and disruptive thinker. Narrated by Graham King. Today's episode, How to Succeed at Every Job Interview. I've been intending to write this blog article for a long time. One reason being that over the years, I've seen many candidates who've been very good in job interviews and who got the job they applied for. At the same time, I've also met and interviewed multiple people who did not make it, like those who did not get the job in the end. A second reason is that I've arrived at the conclusion that those that did not get the job might not have necessarily been less capable of fulfilling the role than the ones who got it. Often, they were just not able to communicate or to deliver what was expected from them in the crucial moments of the interviews. Below, I've listed 11 interview principles in order to be successful at your next job interview and to get the job. Some of them you know, some of them you might have forgotten about, and others you might not have considered yet. First, make the fit test. Be absolutely clear with yourself that the role and the company you'd like to apply for really fits with your skills, career track, professional and personal objectives, beliefs and experiences. Conversely, check if you might match with the culture and needs of the company you'd like to join. If there's no perceived fit already in this very first step, do not move on and do not waste yours nor anyone else's time by wanting to conduct an interview. Only if you know about, believe in, and feel about such a fit, you can and you will possess a 100% motivational level towards the new role in the new company. And that's what it takes to succeed. Every good interviewer will realize very quickly how passionate you are about their company and how excited you are about the offered position. Research the target company. To be well prepared is half the victory. Still, I'm surprised how many candidates arrive at interviews, even for senior level positions, without having studied our values, mission statement, leadership principles, products, etc. Why would they have not reviewed our internet site or not read our latest press releases? Why would they have no idea about what our competitors are doing? What our current and future challenges could look like? Don't get me wrong, it's not about being or becoming an expert about the company and role in question. It's more about having acquired a sound knowledge before the interview to be able to formulate your own knowledge-based opinion, which you'll need to express at interviews. Know your interviewers. Today, it's easier than ever to collect information about your interviewers. Spend 40 to 50 minutes on Google, LinkedIn, etc., and be clear about titles, roles, careers, etc., of all the people who interview you. If not, ask the person who's responsible of organizing the interviews and or with whom you're in contact to provide you some background information about the people you'll meet. Addressing interviewers with their names in implicity or explicity without exaggerating Showing them that you know a little bit about their careers, achievements, etc. is not only polite, but also shows respect and interest. You'd be surprised to hear how negatively it is perceived by many interviewers if you do not know these things. And on the contrary, how flattered many of them will be if you're aware of some facts and successes of their professional lives. It's like in real life. Arrive on time and professionally focused. It's never a good start if a candidate arrives late based on their own fault. For example, having taken the wrong train, 
not having taken into consideration heavy traffic at a certain time of the day, not having found the right entrance of the building, etc. In case of doubt, and if you live further away from the venue of the interviews, you should consider arriving the night before and staying at a hotel. Good employers will not only reimburse related expenses, but will also appreciate your thoughtfulness and professional attitude. It goes without saying that a fresh mind is a much more focused and much more confident one, and conducting a successful interview is closely linked with possessing and displaying a healthy level of self-confidence. Adjust your appearance, style, and tone. Imagine you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, no tie, and a casual pair of trousers when meeting for a job interview with one of the country's top insurance companies. Or imagine, for the fun of it, you took out your favorite Brioni business suit for an interview with the founder and CEO of the hottest internet startup around, who is one of those Harvard dropouts who's absolutely not interested in any status symbols. Beyond these more obvious things like appearance and clothing, you should also pay attention to the vocabulary you're using. You should utilize words and expressions which are common in the target company, its markets, and its industry. Also, when applying for a position as a trademark lawyer, for example, you might want to come across as serious and thoughtful. Whereas when going for a sales or marketing position, you need to be prepared to show characteristics of vitality, drive, and stamina, among others. Finally, be aware of the first impression you convey when meeting the interviewers for the first time. It counts and it will be remembered, consciously and subconsciously, for a long time. If you were someone who smiled a lot, if you had a firm handshake, a pleasant and clear voice, and if you looked for eye contact during the moment of making acquaintance with the interviewer, you will be remembered. It's important to remark that the process of creating the first impression often starts before the interview. Like when you meet the receptionist, an assistant of the interview, or someone offering you a drink, etc. The influence of such indirect stakeholders is stronger in smaller companies you're applying with. Know yourself and the value you might be adding. Before entering any interview loop, you would need to make sure that you know your strengths and your areas for improvement. Be realistic and honest about them. Be able to list and explain them by using concrete and short examples and explaining what you mean when you state things like, you are restless and always want to storm ahead by seizing all identified opportunities. You should have a clear understanding about what is looked for at your target company and the job you're applying for. You would need to be able to explain why you believe that you're the one deserving the job by generating most value to the company in the short and in the long run. Anticipate questions and possible areas of concern. Good interviewers will try to imagine you being in the role you're interviewing for. How do they do it? Pretty easy. They try to match your characteristics, your experiences, examples given by you, the way you talk and behave with their culture, their business and management principles, and with the requirements of the role they're recruiting for. Example, if you apply for head of accounting with a company which prides itself on breeding managers who think big and long term, you would need to come up with one or two examples when you prove being not only numbers and detail focused in your past career, but when you also acted as a visionary and holistic thinker. Write down possible questions, formulate answers, and even rehearse at least some of them with a friend, confident, etc. Saying that, stay flexible during the interview and do not try to reply with pre-thought 
and pre-formulated answers to all questions. Stay open-minded, positive, and always engaged. Regardless of how the interview goes or how you think it goes, as these two are often dissimilar, your composure should display interest, engagement, and friendly open-mindedness. Consider the interview as an opportunity to learn and grow. Regardless of the outcome, while paying attention and asking questions, of course, you're allowed to smile. By the way, please do not forget about your body language. Communication often is not about what is said, but mostly about how something is expressed, verbally and non-verbally. In this respect, you should not think of the interview as a form of one-way communication, like only you explaining and answering questions. Don't miss the opportunity to establish a dialogue on a level playing field with the interviewer. If you're curious about something, if you do not understand a statement, if you'd like to receive more explanations on an important topic, then you'll need to ask your questions. It's what every experienced interviewer would expect from you. You only get out of the interview what you're willing to put into it. Be yourself and do not pretend. You should not try being everyone's darling or pretending to be someone else just to get the job, neither in life in general, nor in an interview in particular. Sure, as mentioned previously, you would need to adapt and show that you understood what the company, the role, and the interview is all about. Saying that, never give your core values and convictions up easily. Be ready to enter a good and constructively led discussion with different points of view. It's important to recognize, however, to remain tolerant, open-minded, and to discuss in an empathetic and fact-based manner, leaving out emotions, politics, and any extreme thoughts and positions. One final comment. Even after having done a thorough analysis of the company and the role you're interested in, it might turn out in the interview that some fundamental aspects are not in line with your expectations. Or, and this also might happen, the position itself does not seem to fit any longer. Once and after good reflection, this becomes obvious to you. Then you should not go for the role nor accept it, if it were offered. Most likely, it would be a painful experience. It would not work out. Finish the interview in style. The last part of a good interview usually starts with a candidate asking some smart questions. For example, questions about the overall strategy of the company, about what the interviewer considers as being crucial for being successful in the job, if not covered beforehand, or if clarification is needed, about the role and its specifics. Either way, you should have written down a list of both more generic and more specific questions. Three to four are sufficient. If there were still more on your list towards the end of the interview, this might indicate that you are not actively asking enough questions in the interview until this point in time. It is crucial you don't ask your questions in a manner that would be perceived as feeling obligated to have to ask them. Instead, they should be presented in an engaging way and you should be prepared to follow up on answers which might not be precise enough or not having the depth you would have expected you need to take care that all your relevant questions will be answered during the interview. That's your right and obligation toward yourself. If not, you might lack important information and you might join the wrong company. At the very end of the interview, ask about next steps of the interview process. Personally, I also appreciate candidates who ask for a very first assessment at the end of the interview. Most importantly, however, and regardless of how the interview went, it is crucial to express your gratitude for the interview and to politely say goodbye. Two more things many candidates forget about. 
First, there's nothing wrong with sending the interviewers, or at least to the principal interviewer, a short mail after the interview, thanking them again for the interviews and mentioning that they would be looking forward to receiving their answer. This should be done, however, in a short and non-hyperbolized manner. Second, and this is very relevant in case you had not gotten the job, you should contact the company to ask for personal and detailed feedback of your interview and about your performance. This is very helpful in order to improve your next interview. In addition, you should reflect on the previous interviews and go through it step by step, reviewing what went well and not so well. Focus on the improvement areas and write down specific action steps on how to better prepare and execute in the future. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some valuable nuggets out of it. To learn more about Leadership XXL, have a look at the latest book of Andreas, which is called The Seven Qualities of Tomorrow's Top Leaders, or contact him directly via LinkedIn. Looking forward to talking to you in the next episode of the Leadership XXL podcast.